Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Megan, and this show is basically e-news, but for all things Bravo-related. New episodes are out every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so that episodes automatically download to your phone. And just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for fellow Bravo lovers to also find out about the show. So today is yet another mini-episode, just a solo quickie. Sorry for all the solo episodes lately. I've had a lot going on in my own personal life, so it's kind of been hard to prioritize the podcast, which obviously new episodes will be out every Monday and Thursday regardless, but bear with me. So let's just jump right into news this week. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Brandi Glanville, who you guys may remember from seasons two through six. So Brandi Glanville was spotted seen outside of Mr. Chow restaurants in Beverly Hills back on April 13th, and she looked pretty freaking wasted. She's wearing like a cute little like flowy white top with polka dot red shorts, this like Gucci bag with like a cute little bumblebee emblem on it, and strappy nude sandals. And granted, she looks pretty good, but her face is looking all sorts of whacked out. She looks pretty wasted in all these photos. She's kind of stumbling. You see her butt cheek in some of them, and I don't know. They were kind of sad, and the internet went crazy with them. Everybody was posting really mean memes about her, and articles were obviously picking it up that she looked terrible, and her face is actually kind of looking like it's paralyzed on the right side. I mean, we'll get to that. So... These photos are photos are being posted everywhere. She ended up going on Twitter saying, I've been very open about suffering from depression and recently have switched to antidepressants, so please, please, please stop these negative comments unless you really want me to send me over the fucking edge. I'm sad and ashamed. Isn't that enough? She followed that up saying, sorry for my tweet. I just realized the only people I owe explanations to are my family. I'm not 25. My body is imperfect and I got wasted. I'm sure it's happened to plenty of you. However, you don't have people taking your picture and putting it on the internet. And honestly, I don't understand what people really were going so crazy. Yeah, her face looks crazy, but she was wasted. They said that she had been at the restaurant for three hours, so whatever. We've all been wasted, and God knows if there's multiple cameramen with flash photography taking photos of me after a three-hour dinner at Mr. Chow. Like, I would look busted the fuck up, too, even, and even though I'm 25. So she ended up then making this really, really depressing video in her car where she's basically just saying she's so embarrassed and she sees her friends with these perfect husbands and having their kids full time and she's just sad and really depressed about how she potentially is going to grow old alone and how she's embarrassing her children and she's not perfect. Here's a clip of the recording right now. For those of you that want to judge me, you can all you want, but I'm telling you, I'm embarrassed and sometimes... You know, you see your friends with their perfect husbands and they get to have their kids full time and, you know, I don't want to have that. And then there's a worry that I'm going to grow old alone. So you can kind of see in this video, if you watch it, I'm not going to post it on my page because I think that's inappropriate, but find it yourself. The left side of her, the right side of her face kind of looks paralyzed as if she was like getting too much work done and it kind of stopped moving like her lip area and you could tell she's getting like more and more lip work done and the fillers and the botox it's just all really bad and i think this is a larger cry for help that people are just kind of making fun of her and making it seem like oh brandy being drunk idiot brandy again but you listen to what she said in the video and she is blatantly saying what's making her upset she doesn't have a man so she is you know alone she doesn't have her kids full time so you know that's really painful and you know I feel like everyone should give her a little bit of a break. We 
have been obviously talking about all the ridiculous things she's been up to in the last few months on this show. You know, she got, like, her car broken into. Her house was burglarized. This is her cry for help. And I think, I and I hope she has someone in her life that can kind of take care of her, whether it be, like, a family member or a friend. And obviously she was close with her dad that we saw on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But then she actually ended up going on season two of Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars Family Edition with her dad, which I find that very weird. Like, why is it called Marriage Boot Camp Family Edition? It's, like, it's either, like, a marriage boot camp between two people who are married or, like, a family boot camp. Like, I just feel like they don't need to have the family edition of marriage boot camp. But that's besides the point. She's obviously coming back on Beverly Hills pretty soon. She's seen with Denise Richards, so that's kind of an interesting pair. I wonder how they know each other. Kyle also followed her on Instagram after all of the Lisa Vanderpump drama started unfolding on Beverly Hills, so I wonder what that's about. We all know that Lisa Vanderpump and Brandy, I don't think, will ever be able to be friends again based on their past, so it's interesting that Kyle's trying to cozy up to Brandy. It's also not surprising, though, because Kyle is a snake. (laughs) But I actually am kind of hoping things go well for Brandy, because, you know, as much as, like, she's a train wreck and did some messed up things on the show, she still seems like a good mom and, like, a decent person, I guess. But these photos were giving me very, like, old Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, Misha Barton, like, cry-for-help vibes. So I think everyone should, like, let go of this and (laughs) and let her live a little bit. So, staying in California, Tamara Judge and Kelly Dodd from the Real Housewives of Orange County are currently filming their 14th season of the show, and there has been a lot of tea that's being spilled all on Instagram. So, about a month ago, Tamara was filming with Shannon Bedore, and there was this video taken, and you hear Tamara in the background saying that Kelly pushed her mother down the stairs. (laughs) Kelly's own mother, not Tamara's mother, who, like, is so funny, too, but... Again, besides the point. So Kelly ended up posting a photo of her brother and her mother on her Instagram saying, I'm so happy to have my family back. It's Lent and it's all about forgiveness. Dot, dot. And those two dots should say everything. That you know whatever she's saying after is has nothing to do with Lent or forgiveness. My mom hates Tamara Judge. Always told me to be careful. Hashtag family. Hashtag Lent. Hashtag forgiveness. Hashtag love. So it's really funny that she's talking about love and forgiveness, yet in the exact same post, she says my mom hates Tamara Judge. So, (laughs) so if you guys have been like following all this Kelly drama, her and her brother were having a ton of issues a couple months ago. This was even prior to my show being on the air, but I believe they were having problems because he was accusing her of doing coke and all this stuff, so that's pretty ugly. In the comments, people wrote, you know, how could your mom forgive you after you pushed her down the stairs, blah, 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 and then Kelly just starts commenting on her own picture, which I love that. I find it a power move. She said, my mom wants to sue Tamara, next comment. At Jimbalino was right about Tamara. She hasn't learned her lesson. So if you guys haven't been listening to the show, check back to episodes 39 and 21. We talked about how Jimbalino has been suing Shannon Bedore and Tamara Judge, but he's like very much so out to get Tamara. Tamara then ended up commenting on the same Instagram posting. I was actually defending her. She should get her straight her facts straight. So this should be interesting. I have been anti-Tamara for a really long time, and if Kelly Dodds goal in season 14 is to take down Tamara I will lovingly be on her side we also see that Tamara has been posting pictures with Vicky on her Instagram so safe to say that those two are quote-unquote friends again I never think that they're they have a real friendship I think it's kind of like a Lisa Vanderpump Kyle Richards situation where it's like we're frenemies we know if we don't get along the show will struggle but hey who knows I do love the fact that Kelly is now like 
like talking about being like forgiving and the fact that it's Lent and then immediately going for like a pretty gnarly dig. It's pretty great. (laughs) So this past Sunday, it came out that Kelly was actually in a bar fight with a woman at the end of February in San Diego. So Kelly was supposedly drunk and attacked the woman because this lady is sleeping with Brian, who is her boyfriend. If you guys want to hear more about Kelly's boyfriend, Dr. Brian Regan, not the comedian, check back to episode 16. He's kind of cute, actually. I'll post pictures of him on my Instagram at Bravo Happy Hour. So Kelly and the other woman had been exchanging jabs for weeks before the fight had happened. Kelly injured the woman really badly. She broke her finger, bruised her arm, and scratched her face. As a result of the fight, Kelly and Brian broke up, (laughs) which is crazy. Like, if Kelly's physically attacking this woman, like, yeah, you know, that's not okay. And I do believe that this woman is rumored to be pressing charges on Kelly for assaulting her which you know maybe for the best you shouldn't be assaulting women like grow up so they did technically break up she deleted all the photos of them together on instagram however on 411 she posted another photo with him which you know debunks all the rumors that they have broken up i don't know maybe kelly's going through it too but kelly should not be taking the same page out of brandy glanville's book we don't need drunken brawls we don't need the drunken photos however (laughs) I don't know. There's something endearing about when Kelly does it, and there's something sad when Brandy does it, but (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh. I'm not sure really what to think about what's happening in OC right now. The show's going to come back in the summertime, so, I mean, we have a few months, but the last few seasons of OC have been such a snooze fest, and there is a new girl named Bronwyn who, lol, I always love that name, but... Her and Vicky were following each other on Instagram, but this past week, Vicky unfollowed her on Instagram. So, safe to say that those two probably have some sort of beef, which I welcome wholeheartedly. Well, staying in California yet again. This is such a Cali-based episode. So, former Shaws of Sunset star Jessica Perito is now a new mom. So, if you guys don't remember, Jessica was the ex-wife of Mike Shoehead. So Jessica and Mike got married back in March of 2015. Eight months later, Jessica filed for divorce because Mike cheated. (laughs) Shocker. Their divorce was then finalized in 2017. So on April 16th, Jessica, who is 30 years old, dropped the bombshell on Instagram that she had become a new mom back on February 23rd. She made a really beautiful post saying, My miracle baby boy was born. Since I was 15 years old, I was told that the high doses of chemotherapy I got to fight my leukemia would cause me to be sterile. It was something I struggled for accepting for years. After 15 years and countless specialists, I accepted the fact that I would never have children on my own. God had other plans for me. The level of shock and disbelief I had when I found out I was pregnant naturally was unimaginable. I had spent half my life believing I would never feel these feelings. To say this came without a struggle would be a total lie. So this is really beautiful. One, I had never known that Jessica dealt with leukemia growing up, which is obviously tragic and maybe explains why she ended up becoming a nurse because I think a lot of people, when they're faced with medical issues when they're younger they end up wanting to obviously help people when they get older I do remember that happened with Kathy Wakili from the Raw Housewives of New Jersey her daughter Victoria had cancer or something wrong with her when she was younger and then now is also a nurse so this was really sad obviously finding out that she had leukemia and that she was told she was going to be sterile never be able to have children however it's incredible that she has had this little boy she didn't post any pictures of the little boy however she posted a gorgeous photo of herself in like this great little black dress with her beautiful baby bump mike obviously came out of the woodwork saying a true miracle i'm so happy for you to always get what you want and feared you wouldn't and couldn't being a mom i know in my heart and felt it in my soul that you will do an amazing job as a parent 
You have a lot of love to share and wisdom from life to pass along to him. May God continue to bless the both of you with endless health and happiness. So it's interesting. I wonder if Mike was privy to the fact that she wasn't able to have children when they initially got together. I don't know. Mike seems very old school and a little... I don't really know the correct word to say, maybe ignorant, and I could imagine him being maybe not the most sensitive if she opened up and said, you know, I'm infertile and this potentially couldn't happen for us. Obviously, Mike talks about wanting to have kids a lot on the show and passing down his name is always something he like wants and is important to him. So I wonder if that ever was a topic of a conversation in their life together but who really knows I'm really glad that she actually left Mike because he totally gaslit her on the entire show the way I kind of saw it was he was probably telling his friends other things about Jessica making her seem to be like a gold digger or whatever when really like she was a nurse which is more of a job than Mike has ever had on the show he was making those baby shoes for like a season or two and he started off being like a real estate guy but like we never saw him like sell a house and he hasn't done anything for the last few seasons so I'm glad she ditched him and was able to, I guess, find a man who she had this baby with. She's not married, and rumors on the internet is that she met a doctor at the hospital she works or whatever, the practice that she works. However, who knows if that's really true, but whatever. I'm really happy for her, and Gigi actually commented on the Instagram post saying, Yay, congratulations, baby girl. I'm so happy for you and your journey. You You deserve all of this happiness. So I'm just glad that... She's happy and that Mike took the higher road and didn't write some douchebag comment, which, you know, is not something I'd put past him. God, he's such a pig. Well, moving on to totally, totally different news. Southern Charm star Pat Alshul is actually suing her former Southern Charm co-star. So if you guys remember, there was a guy named Cooper Ray who was kind of like Patricia's right-hand man, like her quote-unquote gay BFF. I don't like saying that, but that's probably what she would call him. So Patricia filed a lawsuit against K. Cooper Ray, which we'll just call him Cooper Ray, on Wednesday in which she accused the ex-reality star of verbally assaulting her and defaming her in an effort to promote his own business ventures. So again, if you guys don't remember Cooper, he kind of was like a throwaway for the first like three seasons. He hosted that thing called the Founders Ball, which was like a fake ball and was black tie. So him and Patricia started off being friends at the beginning of the show. However, towards season three, he kind of started moving towards Team Catherine, which is when Patricia became anti-Catherine. So once season three started to air, Cooper actually would go on Snapchat after every single episode of Southern Charm, and he would give his side of things, revealing events that happened at the time and didn't make it on the show, and that's, like, a big hard no. Like, you don't really, like, go and tell production secrets, especially when you're, like, not even a main cast member. Like, you're kind of, like, a fringe character. So Patricia started thinking that he was a snake so after that he's never been seen on the show again so this lawsuit is saying that he had engaged in consistent and extended course of attacking and maligning miss alstrol in public comments videos quotes in the media publications social media channels as well as other affairs he continued to persist in a campaign of verbally abusing defaming and taking other actions to harm her and her reputation he made claims that she had substance abuse issues is a cheater and a liar and that she did not author her own book. Okay, one, substance abuse issues. I don't think Patricia would, like, really be into, like, hard stuff, but she's definitely, like, a big drinker. Everybody on that show is. And the way she drinks martinis and how her butler, Michael, like, makes her the 5 o'clock martini, like, that's the chicest thing I've ever heard. Like, that's why I want to make a lot of money or marry into money so that someone can make me, like, an ice-cold martini every night at 5 p.m. and bring it into my bedroom. 
Again, I think this says more about me than it does about her. A cheater and a liar. That could be true. And she's not author her own book. Also probably true. But whatever. So she is suing him for slander and libel. And he has supposedly called her, he's supposedly caused her emotional distress and in irreparable harm. She's seeking actual and punitive damage. So I started doing like more research on Cooper. He, you know, obviously he's really going hard with the I was a reality star thing. It's like, no such, no such thing. But he actually wrote a book in 2018 called Fancy People, The Jet Set Chronicles, which, <laughs> you guys, this seems like a, an amazing book. You can buy it on Amazon for $16. So the byline for this book is a raucous ride through the underbelly of NYC's social scene in the 90s. Brilliantly entertaining read. The late 90s in Manhattan was a, a last bell epic, <laughs> especially for those whose social lives existed for one over-the-top party after the next. Often as many as three or four a week for the rising class of junior high society, it was truly a reason to party like it was 1999. So, okay, this book seems like trash, and it's 368 pages, and there's not a single review of it on Amazon. So if it tells you anything, do not buy it. But I also might buy it because the concept does seem like something I would read, but also I read trash books, so don't trust me. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening to episode 41. Be sure to tune in to Monday's episode, which will have an amazing guest who you guys are really lucky to be hearing Monday's guest. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. And be sure to go on iTunes and give an awesome review. If you're really loving the show, I would super, super, super appreciate it. And yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.